0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: I'm Oliver Kemp. It's Thursday, the 12th of March. As you'd expect, coronavirus is again dominating the podcast. The government has now moved to the so called delay phase of its plan to tackle the outbreak. As a result, people with signs of the infection, like a persistent cough or a fever, will be urged to stay home for a week. The number of confirmed cases for COVID-19 in the UK has now hit 590. There are currently 11 confirmed cases in Kent and Medway, and we're starting to hear how it's affecting the county with events being canceled. The University of Kent has decided not to go ahead with a behind-the-scenes event at their new medical school due to happen next week. Some businesses have also started to reveal how they're being hit by the virus. Tom Cole is the MD of ITL in Ashford, which designs and makes life-saving medical equipment. They've
2: already lost more than a quarter of a
0: million pounds.
2: There's a huge concern because, um, you know, we do need to keep producing. You know, we've got a, a large wage bill. We need those sales revenues to come in. It's also concerning for the staff. We have some older staff that have been with us uh, 40 years. Um, they still do a really good job. and you know, We're concerned about their health. We're giving them the opportunity to work from home at the moment in case uh, they're, they're going to catch the virus. Um, so we're putting a lot of precautions in place. And, and the most important thing is that we need to keep production going. So with the staff helping with extra hours, we can put that finished stock there.
3: Can you talk us, I don't know if you're, a, you don't have to say exactly, but the sort of loss of revenue
0: is short term, is it? how? Yeah, you
2: know, I know the numbers, obviously, yeah. and uh, it's roughly 300,000 loss in one month. Uh, it's a huge uh, effect on us. And uh, as I say, short term, it's not a problem because we've got contingencies in place. But if that was going to continue for three or four or five months, um, our business could be in trouble. Um, and we're we're trying to do everything to put contingency in place to stop that.
0: Education bosses in Kent say they're ramping up contingency plans to deal with potential school closures and disruption to exams due to COVID-19. There are concerns GCSE and A-level tests could be delayed if the outbreak continues, with several schools in the county confirming staff and pupils have been self-isolating as a precaution. Donald Trump's caused controversy by banning people from mainland Europe entering the US for the next 30 days. The UK won't face those restrictions, but we're being urged not to travel to some countries with a significant number of cases. Chris Scoble runs Go Scoble Travel Agents in Tunbridge Wells. It's
3: probably been the biggest impact um, the travel industry, I think, is ever going to see. Um, we've gone from having... Um, a slowdown in in inquiries for holidays to, um, in fact, now the only thing we're really dealing with is helping people to understand the situation where they stand with their holiday that they've already booked and the inevitable cancellations, um, in particular at the moment, of course, from the banned countries that... um, i.e., Italy.
0: Yeah, it's had a really big impact there. We've seen that whole country go pretty much into lockdown. Um, I mean, did you anticipate when you first started to hear about coronavirus, did you anticipate it would get to this kind of state?
3: No, I don't think anybody did, did it? I mean, it's such a fast moving um, fast-moving ball, as, as such, that um, no, we generally thought, you know, we would go quiet because any type of um, sort of big event does stop people, it's human mentality, isn't it, to, to get a bit worried and concerned within certain people but now it's moved on to you know the virus catching and the Italian situation it's really had a massive impact and that would be the case for all travel agencies and of course the travel industry.
0: I'm sure like the rest of us you've never known a situation like this before.
3: I think 2001 I wasn't in the industry at the time but 2001 um, 9-11 no one on an airplane apart from the people that would you know, at that, that those few days for quite some time. Um, but I think this is probably going to grow to even perhaps a bigger and critical situation. Yeah.
0: In sport, Folkestone and Victor are urging fans not to shake hands with fellow supporters or ground staff in games, but say there are currently no plans to postpone or cancel matches. In the meantime, Kent cricketers Joe Denley and Zach Crawley have been told not to sign autographs or have selfies with fans while they're on England's tour of Sri Lanka. Kent Online News. In other news, police have told Kent Online there are around 130 drug lines running into Kent. Officers have carried 38 raids over the past two days in Kent and London as part of a crackdown on county lines drug dealing. Here's Superintendent Mick Gardner, who's the head of Tactical Operations. He says it's a growing problem.
4: You could have more than one one phone in there if they're running more more than one network out there but that one phone line will have a name, the Bobby line, the JJ line, the AJ line, all, they've all got their own, na- all, all, their own name, they run that line off. And we're after the holder of that line. That's how they operate, they'll operate as a business. They establish the line, the Bobby network, that network, once it's up and running, they'll use that as, a, as a t- everybody will talk to that phone, they'll know it's the Bobby line. Each line is run by a gang from London, so somebody somebody at the top of the tree there, you'll are organising it. So some the organised the Bobby line, some of the AJ line, there's so many different lines, there's 120, 130 that are running into Kent. We, we, we look at the threat and risk and harm associated with those, so we look at the criminality involved, is there any threat to anybody, you know, from Kent, or in London and anywhere else, particularly vulnerable people. If there's threat associated, it scores high, so those that present the most risk to our public. We go after those we can't do everything all at once, it's, it's, it's too big. You know, we couldn't bite we couldn't, we couldn't that off. So, bite sized chunks, we go after the top 10. Our chief is definitely into if we can catch and convict as many of these as possible. It may, it may send a message. It's certainly harder to come and operate in Kent because, as well as on the back of this, you've now got British Transport Police. They're going to fill that void, so they're going to cover the trains, and they, there's no doubt they're going to try and come back, back down again. They'll, they'll know within hours that we've taken these networks apart they'll try and put them back together again. In order to do that, they'll have to send people from, from London, generally, down back up back into Kent, into our town centres, into our areas where they, where they want to deal drugs. We'll try and get the BTP to intercept those on the way down, because we know them roughly who it's, who it's going to be, we know who to look for. We've also been speaking
1: with Chief Constable Alan Puesley. So we've got 39
4: anti-active
1: county lines, and most of them uh, come out of London. Most, most of our county line criminality comes out of London. Um, the National Crime Agency uh, tells that roughly a third of all London county lines come into Kent. So uh, it's a pretty significant problem uh, that we're dealing with. But dealing with it incredibly well. So a dedicated response, uh, dedicated officers and staff, um, targeted and, uh, and dealing with probably some of the most violent criminality I've seen in, in my 35 years of police. So it's one of our priorities, without any doubt at all. So so, you know, headlines uh, in Kent, we will always deal with the most violent, we'll always try and protect the most vulnerable. Uh, And a change in the last year or so has been the emergence of the County Line style of drug dealer. Uh, And uh, the difference, I guess, is number one, the extreme violence the County Line drug dealer think nothing about using. They carry knives routinely. They injure and harm other drug dealers routinely. Uh, They will think nothing about hurting the public routinely. And and my officers stand in between, of course, protecting the public and that violence. So they'll think nothing about at all, in my view, um, injuring significantly one of my officers. So so we do a huge, I've decided to protect my officers who who of course need to protect the public and that's their, their job. So uh, things like body-worn uh, video. We all wear body-worn videos. Uh, things like body armour. And importantly, I decided in um, March last year to routinely arm my frontline officers
0: with tasers. A coroner's concluded the death of a six-year-old boy from Kent who drowned after falling into the River Stour was an accident. A huge search was launched for Lucas Dobson when he got swept away while trying to step from a jetty onto a boat last August. Neil Ryan from Solicitors Furley Page spoke on behalf of Lucas's mother following his inquest. Lucas Dobson was a beautiful, popular, vibrant six year old boy. He loved singing, dancing, cars, and bikes. His loss has had a devastating effect on his family, so much so that Lucas's mother, Kirsty, could not even face being here today. The events which led to Lucas's death were entirely preventable. The family are devoting all their efforts to ensuring that Lucas's death brings greater awareness to safety on the river, greater care and attention is taken when children are present and that buoyancy aids are always used. Thank you. A woman's in a stable condition in a London hospital after suffering serious injuries in a hit and run in West Mauling. She and two other women were knocked down on a pedestrian crossing on the high street yesterday afternoon. Police are still searching for the driver of a car found abandoned in Twisden Road in East Mauling. A man's appeared in court and pleaded not guilty to murder following a stabbing in Northfleet. A 44-year-old was found at an address on Jamerton Road earlier this month. Harry Harris, who's 28 and from Chigwell in Essex, is due to go on trial later this year. And a new busking code's come into force in Folkestone to try and get more musicians performing in the town centre. The new guidelines are the same as the ones that already apply in London. Folkestone became the world's first music town last September. That's it for now, but for more news, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.